Welcome back to the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. My name is Woodrow Bellamy III, and on today's episode, we're going to be looking at how airlines not only need to utilize data and insights to improve flight patterns, more easily address and rectify mechanical issues, but also to go a step further and use predictive analytics for the delivery of critical safety-related information. Our guests on today's episode include the Manager of Safety Analytics at Air Canada and the CEO of SciSense, which is a company providing Air Canada with a new business analytics platform. And we'll also discuss how the use of in-flight connectivity can, of course, enhance the use of data analytics for all of the different divisions at Air Canada. So let's get into today's interview. Could each of you just kind of first start by introducing your titles and backgrounds and sort of what you do with your respective organizations. Uh, Shaul, if we can start with you. Sure. Uh, hi. Uh, uh, let me start first with uh, uh, saying uh, thanks for the uh, invite. True uh, pleasure and honor to, uh, to be here. So, um, hi, everybody. My name is uh, Shaul Shalev. I am uh, the official title is Manager Analytics and uh, IT Innovations uh, for Corporate Safety uh, within Air Canada, the branch that I'm uh, uh, that I'm dealing with is, is, uh, is uh, safety, environment, quality, uh, and uh, security uh, within the company itself. And we're mandated uh, into uh, managing that whole, um, that whole uh, portfolio. Uh, myself, I'm, I'm more of a software development uh, background, uh, and, uh, and um, my role is really to bring uh, the corporate safety branch uh, a, a solid uh, platform to start uh, using analytics uh, in, a, in, a, in a very uh, smart and, uh, and agile uh, way uh, as to expose to our uh, um, both uh, internal uh, users uh, from, uh, from frontline employees to senior management uh, and to our uh, regulators, uh, Transport Canada and all these entities that we are uh, obliged to, uh, to report to. Uh, so uh, my my day-to-day is, is, is using uh, the Sciences platform to, to build those dashboards with those KPIs or SPIs and export them uh, outside. And the other 50% is the whole uh, IT innovations where we're looking really into integrating um, um, sort of cutting-edge technologies within the branch itself. So uh, chatbots, uh, augmented uh, reality applications within the corporate safety environment, uh, the cool stuff. So, so in a nutshell, this is myself. Okay, great. And Amir? Sure. Good morning. Uh, Amir Orad, Sysense uh, CEO. And uh, just by brief background, Sysense is a late-stage startup uh, that raised over $200 million to help companies analyze and uh, run analytics on complex data sets. We work with the likes of NASDAQ or GE, Philips, um, Expedia, and um, folks in the aviation industry from uh, Air Canada that you're here today to Rolls-Royce Safety Division to companies like GoGo Wi-Fi or uh, ETT Aviation, which do crew and flight uh, optimization, uh, scheduling optimization. And um, what we find is that companies these days are really becoming data-driven and analytics-driven, and they find creative ways to improve Everything from safety to quality of service, from efficiency to 
um, productivity across many, many industries. It's a very exciting time to be in the analytics market because data is uh, growing in uh, monumental numbers and innovative companies like Air Canada and others are taking advantage of those new data sets and new analytics capabilities by the like of Sysense to really shape their industries. So that's me in a nutshell, based here in New York. We're a very global company. So we serve customers in uh, 50 different countries and very excited to be here. Okay, excellent. Uh, so, Shao, wanted to start out with you and really get some background on how your uh, partnership with SciSense came about. Um, you know, you explained your kind of focus within Air Canada has, uh, you know, safety, environmental quality uh, w within kind of your job title focus. But can you give us a sense of, you know, what drove this partnership with SciSense to come about? What, what type of uses of data analytics were you looking to sort of get out of this partnership? So uh, the, way, the way it all started was, uh, was uh, kind of uh, interesting slash uh, funny. Uh, we got actually approached by our uh, SMS vendor, uh, which are uh, Rolls-Royce. Uh, they uh, they approached us and they asked uh, and 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 I'll quote: uh, Would you like to unlock safety data in a visually appealing way? Uh, end of quote. My my response to that was, uh, uh, and I'm quoting again: Hell yes! Um, but because I I do need a sort of adult supervision, I I, I took that email and I and I uh, presented that to my senior management. Uh, with uh, you know the explanations of uh, of the uh, pros and cons uh, in, in in really bringing that type of uh, of an environment into our uh, uh, data warehouse, um, and uh, we were able to start that project uh, quite some time ago, um, and and we saw that the benefits that we're getting out of this product are so so big uh, that we actually took. Uh, this license environment, <clears throat> and we got another license for our FDA team, which are doing uh, wonders uh, uh, with uh, with uh, with the tool. This is how we uh, we we got introduced uh, to to the license guys, really through our Rolls Royce uh, SMS uh, uh, provider. Um, what we're doing is is it's we're using the you know sort of established software products to meet regulatory requirements right under the SMS uh, programs. But beyond that, we're we're using Sysense to, to to really maximize the ability to uh, search, link, trend, and sort of employ uh, our data. We're moving uh, forward to identify how we might employ uh, also uh, AI and uh, ML uh, and find uh, very innovative ways to to manage the, uh, the data and focus on what uh, the data really tells us uh, uh, versus uh, focusing on, 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 on collecting it. Right? We also have, uh, as I mentioned before, the, the FDA ties. So we have a very advanced uh, FDA program where we track and, and assess uh, all the flights. Uh, we can recreate specific flights, animate, replay them, you know, investigate handling and, and, and maintenance issues uh, and, and use uh, uh, that tool uh, for a full range of, of safety purposes. Uh, the new initiatives uh, involve uh, a comprehensive use of, of the risk management tools, 
uh, on focus on on, uh, on data events uh, of uh, of uh, concerns. Uh, we're looking at into uh, exploring the, um, AI uh, into specifically into the FDA world because they are sitting on a, on, on terabytes of solid clean data, which is which is really heaven to any uh, data driven uh, uh, company. Uh, so this is this is why uh, this is how we got uh, to Sciences, and this is what we're really using Sciences uh, um, from a, from a, a thirty thousand feet type of uh, of uh, overview. What I wanted to uh, add on top of that is my my role is a is a fairly new one. Uh, we didn't have a, up until a couple of uh, years ago a, a data. Uh, guy or an analytics guy within the different branches, right? It was all driven from our corporate uh, uh, teams. But really, the, the, the company geared towards uh, the understanding of today, uh, as, as, as Amir mentioned, we're, we're living in a, in, in a data environment, right? If you don't take the data that you're sitting at uh, on and, and, and really try to make it work for you, employ that in either in live dashboards or, or AI uh, capabilities, then really you're not doing justice uh, to yourself or to the company. This is the, the, the path uh, Air Canada uh, chose uh, uh, to take, and I am uh, a living testament uh, to that. So, so long answer, but hopefully I answered the question. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and let me just kind of follow up on a few points you made there. Uh, first is just, when you say data, could could you kind of parse down into that and say, you know, are, are you talking about aircraft data specifically, or is it more so Air Canada organizational or workforce data? Um, and, and, you know, is, is this data that you have to pull off of the aircraft with some type of connectivity stream? Um, just if, if you could get into the, the, the actual data that, you know, you're looking to collect and, and analyze a little bit as well. Sure. So, so as I mentioned before, we have sort of uh, two entities of the science environment within the company itself. One of them is tied into our uh, SMS uh, platform, uh, which is the, the, the GoToWay platform. So over there, we really collect all the data that comes in in the shape of, uh, of uh, reports from the business users, right? So anything from uh, a pilot submitting an AFR, uh, to a, uh, a flight attendant uh, submitting the, uh, a report in regards to a cabin event, right? So anything from the safety perspective, right, uh, is all being fed uh, via our end users in, in multiple uh, methods, uh, you know, via an iPad app, uh, via uh, a, a, a desktop, um, via we're now looking into uh, bringing into uh, the whole reporting element, uh, mobile devices as well, so not strictly iPads, but also uh, cell phones, smartphones. Um, you know, we're looking into, in, into that stream, right? So this really brings us a lot of uh, uh, safety-related data that we, uh, for now, just sit, down, uh, sit on it and, and uh, slice and dice it and analyze it, you know, risk-rate it, and, and do all the good stuff that all our safety managers do, right? But we can do so much more because we are sitting on gigs of data from that perspective. Right? So this is yeah, something to add here that that we see across. Uh, we have the luxury of working with over 2,000 companies, um, from shipping companies to airlines to uh, car companies. 
when you mention what type of data, one of the biggest benefits these days is actually to combine, we call it mesh up, to combine and mix different data sets. So for example, if you have mechanical information, diagnostic information from the engine, that's one data set. If you combine it with weather patterns, that's another one. If you combine that with safety incidents, like someone got injured, you know, walking the aisle, that's a third one. And if you then combine that with the crew and their level of certification on the plane, that's the fourth one, and so on. The more you combine different dimensions, the more you mesh up different dimensions of data, the more unique insights you can gain that you don't have intuition for. Human beings are very good to have intuition on one or two dimensions of data, you know, uh, people that are high are also X and so on, people that are tall are also uh, Y, etc. But um, when you have multiple dimensions in, in a certain weather pattern, in a certain crew certification, research certain model of an airplane, this incident is appearing more than others, that is something that you really need analytics to help you with. But the value is very significant because you can quickly train, certify, course correct what you do and have an immediate impact on your quality of service. If I'll add, add on that, so as Amir mentioned, meshing different data sources, right? So the safety data is one data, but our FDA guys are collecting all the data that came from the aircraft directly, right? So you have a sort of a uh, <clears throat> reported by humans versus reported by uh, the, the hardware itself, the aircraft itself. Since we're sitting on, on two siphons environments, you know, combining all that will give everybody a much better holistic view as to what is going on within uh, the organization from a safety perspective on those different uh, uh, on those different data sets, which brings a lot of power uh, to once you start, you know, slicing and dicing into what causes uh, uh, these events, and then you can really look into uh, any sort of AI. And, and, and start letting algorithms dig into that wealth of, of meshed up uh, data between those, uh, those different departments. I see. And, and kind of following up on, on both of the, the points made there, um, if you all could say maybe both from a SciSense perspective and, and Air Canada, how did you go from having, you know, this, you know all of these the storage of different data sets and then to actually get them into the SciSense platform and start making some use out of it. You know, how, how do you go from sort of these loose collections of data sets to organizing them and then now you actually trying to gain some business insights out of them? So maybe I'll begin because this is what we do for a living. So the entire claim to fame of SciSense is the ability to take complex data sets, disparate data sets, large data sets, and quickly combine them together in a way that does not require a PhD in computer technology. So A, you need to get the data out of whatever it is, and that is the expertise of the technical team in every organization, because the data is physically accessible in a maintenance environment, in a cloud environment, in a government environment, whatever it is. that you need to do yourself. But once you have access to the physical data, the physical bits and bytes, the information, SciSense has the ability to combine it and blend it and mesh it up together without the need of the company to invest a lot of energy in it and start digging for insights using machine learning algorithms and other algorithms. 
So there we can shrink and shorten the amount of time it takes to really make sense, hence our name science, make sense of the data in multiple dimensions way faster than traditional methods. And that is why you see more and more companies joining the analytics revolution, because that used to be very, very cumbersome to do 10 years ago, even five years ago. You needed to be a gigantic company to be able to harness the value of data. Today, with modern technologies like science, you can do it really fast and have an immediate impact on your business. Yeah, so I am, as I said before, I'm a sort of a, a living proof that you don't have to be a subject matter expert in, in, in specific domains to get actionable data outside, right? I'm a software guy. My background is not aviation at all. It's, 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 it's development for uh, telehealth companies, uh, IT security companies, uh, but doing the actual connectivity between uh, from within the science environment to different data sets, that's, that's really the easy part. Uh, then the onus falls on you and the business unit in, in regards to what is it that you really want to show to the business unit. It is the, 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 the amount of time and effort that, that we invest in sitting down with the business and trying to figure out what, what are their KPIs and SPIs, this is really where the majority of the time goes to. The actual connectivity is very, very simple, very intuitive, uh, and, uh, you know, it just works. Uh, really, the majority of the time, uh, designing and thinking about what interests uh, the business. Got it. Okay. And, and you know, uh, Charles, it's a good uh, point you made there. I want to kind of follow up on that as well from your perspective as a software developer who, like you said, your, your, your main background isn't you know, necessarily aviation. Um, can you give us some perspective on uh, how much you know, contact maybe you actually have with Air Canada's aircraft fleet? pilots, maintenance technicians, et cetera, or are you sort of, um, you know, taking this data and looking to develop new applications, make sense of it so that those different positions can benefit from it? So, uh, again, like a lot of things in my life, there's a, a, a few prones type of attack to this, uh, to this question. So what I uh, try to invest my, my time with is sitting down with people that are smarter with me in that domain, right? So if I'm building, for example, a uh, flight ops dashboard, right? I, by no means, have any knowledge or expertise as to what is it that we're looking for, right? And uh, to, to date, I'm still trying to figure out what, what HVAC stands for. But all I know is that when I show that to my end users, they're excited. Uh, and that that KPI or SPI came from the business unit themselves, right? So what we do is really sit down with them, make them draw uh, um, uh, on a piece of paper uh, what are the things that they want to track, what are the KPIs that they want to know about, what what basically keeps them up at night, right? So so this this is how I work uh, uh, with them, right? Trying to figure out from the business itself what they need. Now once I have that set of answers. Then the easy thing is is, is to build that uh, dashboard. Uh, that's uh, that's one item. But then uh, the 50% of my other job comes into place. So it specifies that I'm also in charge of IT innovations for corporate safety. So then I'm really looking at different ways, different mechanisms uh, to take that data 
that we see in that dashboard and push it to our end users, push it as, as, as you know, as actionable data, other than uh, a two-dimensional uh, dashboard that is magnificent, it works, it shows everything, it's beautiful, it does its purpose, right? But um, I, I invest a lot of time in also figuring out what other methods of communication can I take uh, or, or what routes can I take to take that same data but push it to the end users in, in a different way. So there is a tool uh, that I've built that involves, you know, identification elements into the safety data, which is, which is really, really uh, nice. I like it. I use the Sysense platform to push that data out. So basically I'm able to push the same data set, but in a, in, in, in a totally different way that involves, you know, hand gestures, uh, and hand-controlled uh, uh, applications where you can see the same KPIs or SPIs that you see in a dashboard, but in, in a different environment. Uh, too bad we're in a podcast, so I can't share that, uh, that view with you, but uh, well, I think it, it looks very nice. So, 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 so that's another way that I use to you know, push that data, uh, writing applications for smartwatches. So that's another uh, uh, medium that I'm, uh, uh, trying to empower where I can share uh, specific APIs to people's uh, smartwatches. You know, mm. the, 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 the use cases are, are endless. If you tell me one KPI or one SPI or two of them that interest you, I can push that data to an app on your smartwatch. At this point, only Android uh, devices, sorry, Apple. Uh, um, but, uh, but again, just to showcase uh, uh, different methods that we can use to eventually do uh, what I'm mandated to do, push actionable data to our users. And this is something we see in general as an industry trend, moving away from dashboards. If you think about it up until now, the best way to consume insights, analytics, data was with pretty pictures, a picture of a pie chart, of a graph, that is not the most uh, uh, effective way. You have to go to a computer or a phone, log in, choose the picture you want to see, see a chart, and hopefully understand what's in it. Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to even ask a question if the computer and machines can push to you the right information at the right time to the right place? If Netflix is able to tell me what movie I am going to watch tonight without me thinking about it, and if Amazon can decide for me what's the best book I like, and we do a very good job at that, analytics can help us push proactively information, alerts, insights to the hands of the users, from a pilot to a passenger, in real time, in a much more effective way. And that is the way we see the future of analytics. They will be embedded everywhere in your uh, surroundings and not a destination you have to go to separately. And SciSense is really focused on giving the tools to people who build analytics like Air Canada uh, or Rolls-Royce, we heard before, and others to do just that. Got it. And, and you know, um, so I, I want to focus on an area that we haven't talked about, but um, Shaul, you, you mentioned it several times, and it is mentioned as you know, one of SciSense's capabilities, and that's artificial intelligence and machine learning. Um, and and Shaul, if you, if you could maybe pick... Uh, one or two areas of Air Canada's operations where you can see 
this aspect of, of your new analytics capability, you know, really providing some actionable improvements, uh, new metrics, new insights, either for pilots, maintenance techs, um, other areas. If you could pick maybe one or two user groups that can really benefit from this use of artificial intelligence and machine learning, um, could you give us some perspective on that? Sure. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you know about the projects that we're uh, involved uh, at this moment even. Um, what we're looking at is, uh, again, because, because of the process that we have where, uh, where a user enters a report, that report goes to a, um, a safety manager who rates it, scores it, and really is in charge of you know, the whole evolution of that report. Right? If it's being upgraded into an occurrence and then uh, an investigation starts, you know, the whole shebang, or, or if you know, a new report came in by mistake you know, uh, and it needs to be, um, well, not go through the full process because uh, either uh, it, it was entered by mistake or uh, there wasn't enough data, so it has to circulate back to the, uh, to the user and, and the whole process takes uh, a different uh, path in its in its evolution. So, bottom line, what we have is we have <clears throat> human beings um, um, rate uh, occurrences, right? So each person sometimes will take uh, an incident and give it a different uh, because of his background, because of his knowledge. We're not necessarily going to have 100% consistency in um, in scoring that uh, report. So what we're looking at from an AI perspective is really enforcing that, making sure that we risk rate, risk code, and, and you know, uh, extract uh, all the needed information from a specific report in a consistent way throughout our organization, throughout our branches, and really get to a sort of, uh, we can now more or less anticipate if an e-report comes and it has uh, a, B, C, D, uh, Q, and J as, as, as data points, then it will most probably be recreated as uh, this item and, and, and it will uh, be evolved into an occurrence and a full investigation will start versus if a new report comes in with only A, Q, and Z uh, as data points, it will take a different route. Right? So enforcing, <clears throat> well, implementing AI solutions to, to ease the pressure uh, from our safety guys, where they can then really take their time and look into uh, the more uh, complex uh, reports that are coming in, is, is something we're investing now uh, time in. So, so, so this will bring us to a point where we'll have a system with uh, close to 100% uh, accuracy uh, rates, consistent throughout uh, the different branches, where we can start really looking into now querying that from an AI perspective and even start getting insights to the different branches. So if we get consistent, clean, quality data from a maintenance perspective, then we can start looking at you know, end of life uh, for uh, parts and, and you know, we can start uh, planning um, um, maintenance uh, uh, visits uh, we can start looking into, you know, um, uh, fuel consumption. We can start looking at so many different areas of the business that are at this point a bit um, uh, complex. Uh, and again, it's complex because of the way we, we, uh, we, we code it. So if 
we're able to get to a sort of a clean area where everything is, is, is accurate and clean, then we can really start getting very meaningful insights as to uh, the data itself. Okay. Got it. And, you know, uh, maybe this, the last question I want to ask uh, each of you is just some perspective on this is that, you know, Air Canada's fleet of aircraft are equipped now with, with high-speed connectivity systems, um, you know, that give your, for example, your maintenance division the ability to see, uh, you know, health status, uh, critical items that are occurring on an aircraft in near real time. And I wanted to get each of you all's perspective on does that aspect of flying, of, you know, just the, the aircraft being equipped with these high-speed connectivity data streams that give you uh, the ability to push a lot of that data to the ground in near real time, um, does that benefit the use of, you know, this data analytics strategy that you've deployed with SciSense and are now sort of pushing forward into an, an AI and machine learning uh, type of operation? Uh, so, so I'll take uh, I'll take first uh, bite at it. So, uh, short answer yes. Uh, a longer answer will be uh, we have a couple of issues with with uh, bandwidth and and costs at this point to to be able to properly uh, real time uh, download analyze the data and send it back to uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the, um, the the pilot. Um, generally, we don't. We don't uh, we don't um, use uh, such an uh, an, an, an invasive uh, um, um, review type of thing, right? Uh, even if even if the bandwidth and the cost uh, allowed it, uh, but <clears throat> but we are able to monitor um, specific uh, uh, key areas uh, within the, uh, the the flight itself, right? So we're able to do uh, graphical weather. Uh, 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 severe weather uh, notifications, uh, turbulence reporting—you know—all that data is is we can grab it and send that uh, well, almost live uh, type of uh, scenario. Uh, we we are also seeing the, um, areas of of, uh, of interest, uh, specifically when you fly to uh, you know higher risk uh, areas, areas of uh, you know uh, geopolitical uh, uh, concerns. Um, uh, areas where, where fuel uh, or other flight issues are critical. Uh, so that will for sure benefit a lot from having that type of, of live uh, streaming and, and connectivity. We've also seen cases uh, with uh, NAV Canada that, that we're able, by that data that we get from the aircraft, uh, change routes. Uh, and that's something uh, uh, we, can, uh, we can elaborate uh, even further, um, but but at this point, this is uh, this is where it uh, it sits more or less, right? We do have uh, GoGo uh, um, um, as as our um, as a wireless uh, connectivity type of provider into the aircrafts, uh, but at this point uh, today, it's it's uh, to get a full data dump of the aircraft. Uh, we all know the the, the amount of gigabytes. Of, of data each aircraft creates just from single hour flight. Uh, uh, at this point, we're not uh, there yet. There is so much opportunity in leveraging the information that even before you use the real-time access to the information on the aircraft, there's so much opportunity out there. 
to leverage information which is being untapped right now. That's what you're asking for is almost the advanced version. The truth is, right now, most industries, including the travel one, can get major uplift by leveraging the information already available without adding more real-time high-speed internet connectivity. And I'll give one example. One of our customers is ETT Aviation. And what they do is they take crew and flight schedule management and optimize it with analytics so that you have the right crew at the right location um, and the right uh, maintenance uh, crews at the right locations. It sounds like a simple thing, and still they're able, using our analytics, to dramatically improve the efficiency and the timeliness of uh, those people being at the right place at the right time. There is so much opportunity out there for improving service, efficiencies, cost, and um, productivity in such an, such an industry as sophisticated as the travel one and the airlines, that the high-speed internet connectivity is the advanced version, and it's not yet been tapped that much because there's much more to do in the basic level. Okay, great. Well, I wanted to say thanks to both of you for uh, you know this very insightful conversation about the use of data analytics at Air Canada. Uh, definitely learned a lot today. So thanks, Amir and Shell, for joining the podcast today. Our pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you very much. So that's it for today's episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. I want to say thanks again for listening. And if you have not already, please do subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play so that you can listen to the latest episodes when they are released. 